0: Wash out, wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait,
0: wait, 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 Now live
1: from the B W. Motion studios is coming with Bobcat, with your host, Bum Wine Bob. All right, all right, all right. Here we are. We are back again with an all-new edition of Bumming with Bobcat. As always, I am the one and only Bum Wine Bob, coming at you live from the luxurious uh, BWB Promotion Studios here. Uh, hopefully, every all the um, the dads out there had a great Father's Day. Uh, and if you're not a dad, hey, maybe uh, maybe next year. <laughs> you never know. Uh, but anyway, uh, we have a lot, of, a lot of things on tap for you guys this week. Let's, let's see if it actually goes through this time. I have confirmed with the man. This time, I know two weeks ago, we were supposed to have a, a chat with our, uh, our buddy uh, uh, Cap uh, coming on here to discuss some cigars. And I confirmed with him. He's supposed to be calling in shortly, so we'll be waiting on him. But as we wait for the phone call and wait for him to join Bubbing with Bobcat uh, this past week, uh, it's official. Uh, Zima is back. Uh, we started off the, the festivities this past week with uh, our buddy McStud got a review for us up on the website. He got his hands on the, the limited release of the, the Zima Uh, It's back due to popular demand for a limited time only. They say it's going to be for the summer of 2017. But uh, who knows? You play your cards right, maybe it will stick around for the long haul. Uh, I guess until people get sick of it, uh, as they most likely will. Um, But, you know, it's the the crystal clear malt beverage. It goes hand-in-hand with your bottle of Crystal Pepsi. Uh, which, you know, I have been a avid uh, supporter of since day one, since the 90s, ever since it left, and it was coming back, and it came back, I tried to, I dedicated a whole podcast to Crystal Pepsi, if you guys remember that, and if you haven't, uh, if you don't remember that one, be sure to go back and check it out in the in the archives at Uh and when Crystal Pepsi came back last year. Uh, I was on the big mission to try to get my hands on the bottles of that, which I finally did in my travels. Once it became a more uh, widespread release, you know, they did their whole small thing and they were giving them away. You had to download the Super Pepsi app. It was all big promotions, scam, and a limited edition quantities. But then they finally got them out there for everybody to enjoy. Uh, And I got my hands on that, got to enjoy that. So when I heard that Zima was coming back, uh, you know, you can't not try it once more uh, after learning that it'd be uh, hitting liquor stores across the country. So I wasn't sure. And I was out in my travels this past weekend. And right there at the corner of the aisle, there was the big display. Cases upon cases of Zima sitting right there um so like i said you can't not buy it it's right there just to give it a try just to see how it is so if you saw my post out there this past weekend i did pick up a a six pack of zima to enjoy myself and i cracked open a few bottles of it yesterday and you know i was not i was not very impressed with it you know very uh very plain tasting you know five percent alcohol uh, you know, a flavored uh, citrus, refreshing citrus beverage, I believe, is what they're uh, calling it these days. But I mean, if you see it out there in your travels, I guess you really have to pick up a six-pack just to just to bring back the old times and and uh, the glory days of of what it was like sipping on some some Zima. Uh, Uh, and some people I know love that in their early drinking days or depending on, uh, (laughs) where you fall in that category. So, so we haven't featured it as anything yet. Like I said, we have the video review up on the website of McStud and his take on the, the limited release of Zima. I got my hands on it there. Maybe we'll do a feature on it. We'll see how things go. Uh, I got it after already naming the beer of the week for this week, which was the Labatt Ice, was named the bumwinebob.com beer of the week. We continued our our ice beer uh, tour on the, the budget beer tour, so we had another stop there uh, since we've already had a few this month. So I'm trying to uh, see how the rest of the month plays out. I have a couple more things on tap for you guys. Uh, for this Friday, and then to round out the month of June. So stay tuned uh, for that. Like I said, uh, we had Labatt Ice, 5% alcohol, actually 5.6% alcohol by volume here. Uh, One of the first ice beers on the market, Uh, in some cases has been credited with the starting the ice beer revolution and the ice beer wars of the 90s, which, you know, we've covered, you know, Bud Ice a million times, Milwaukee's Best Ice, uh, Molson Ice. Uh, there's a wide variety out there. You know, we featured the the Genesee Ice and I think a few other ones in the past, uh, the Keystone Ice, um, the natural ice we did last week. So, I mean, all these ice beers out there, they're they are all really enjoyable depending on your, your mood. Perfect to keep you cool for the summer. You know, get those bad boys chilled in the cooler. Bury them in the ice there. Crack them open. You'll be sitting back, relaxing, having a good time, letting that buzz hit you. Uh, and I think you'll be very happy with the the results, so... So if you haven't done so already, be sure to head over to bumwinebob.com and check out the Labatt Ice as the bumwinebob.com beer of the week, along with all the other great features we have out there for you. You know, we just got up uh, earlier tonight, a new post from our good buddy Captain Crude uh, posting up there, going about the the point of purchase and you know record stores and vinyl. And um, cash over credit, and will we see the alcohol shipments being the next thing and seeing liquor stores uh, leaving us and going to the wayside. So be sure to check out the crude experience every week at BowmanBob.com. And, you know, I keep saying, as always, we have more people that tell me they're going to be doing some guest posts on the site, doing some new features, some weekly um, weekly spots, you know, we're keeping our fingers crossed and hoping for the best with that. So stay tuned. Hit up the website. Listen to the podcast. Check out the archives. Tell your friends. Tell the bum on the street corner. Uh, if he can't listen to the podcast, you know, play it for him. Uh, maybe you can put it on a uh, on a cassette tape. I don't know how you can do that, but maybe there's a way you can do it out there, and maybe he can play it in his boombox if he's Uh, Lucky enough to have one of them get him some uh, D batteries and I think it'll be it'll be great. So be sure to stay tuned. Great things coming in the in the pipeline in the coming weeks, the months. You never know what's going to happen when it comes to Bumwine Bob, Bumwine with Bobcat and the Bumcast. So so I hear we got the man on the line now and if he's making it on time, I hear we got cap ready for us there. We'll bring him on the show now. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I I,
0: I don't know. I don't know. I, I I I called in. I'm not sure what I called into. I I called in. <laughs> I dialed my phone, put the number in like you wanted me to, pressed the green button, and all of a sudden I have some recording of some lady trying to sell me adult toys.
1: Uh, you know, this is this is the market we're getting into now. You have to you have to pay the bills some way. <laughs>
0: And, and and then it gets more confusing. More and first of all, thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. But it gets from there. It gets more confusing because I'm hearing you talk about Labat, a 5.6 percent ABV, and I'm sitting out here with Smanichevitz, and that's 11 percent.
1: Well, yeah, and you, you, got, you got you got the good stuff out there. That's the that's the fancy stuff
0: oh, it's kosher. I only do kosher. But cigars is what you had me calling for. And yeah, again, but you, but, you I, for know, but call I know
1: in. we're going to go into the cigars and you're going to give us a rundown on that, but I know the Domanischewitz, and I remember a while back, I was looking in my uh, my archives, and we're going on almost two years ago was the first time that uh, that we had a conversation, and that was based off of the, the Wild Iris Rose and the which kind of led us into the, the Manischewitz there and the, the kosher wines.
0: Yes, for Hashem, yes. And two years, and it's amazing. I have not aged.
1: Just well, hey, put that that's, out there. that's a good thing.
0: I have not aged. But what do you need? What do you want? I, I'm not confused anymore. I was just I was thrown by a loop. Um, <laughs> apparently, I need to, after this, I got to buy an adult toy. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm thinking it's like a big slinky. <laughs>
1: Hey hey it's up to you check out the the wide variety of uh choices they have out there for you. Now I wanted to I got to keep you on your toes man, you know. I mean this is how we're doing the uh, the show now on on the, the SFD radio network, you know. They do uh comedy, uh adult themed stuff. But um they wanted to have Bum, Wine Bob and Bowling with Bobcat on their network. So this is this is where we are now. So maybe uh maybe you'll find something you
0: like unfortunately i don't do comedy
1: uh you know it it's okay <laughs> neither do i <laughs> it's tough it's tough yeah uh, i have i've tried cool. i've tried to do comedy and there's i've said it many times we've even we've even played the clips on the show in the past you can check out the the bumwine bob uh, stand up I did uh, last year, if you want, to just uh, cringe at my uh, my failures at trying to do stand-up comedy. Uh,
0: I, w- I will gladly, gladly, sir, go cringe <laughs> for cringe with anyone. With anyone. Oh. But congrats on the SFD network. It okay. actually sounds, all kidding aside, horrible. Yeah. But <laughs> if anybody could turn it around, it might be you. Maybe. Yeah, I'm you not know. sure.
1: When you set the bar this low uh, with me, <laughs> when you have somebody on your show talking about you know the cheapest wines, cheapest beers, <laughs> uh, you you can only go up from here in the long run. So, uh, I, I I appreciate the Nathan and the gang here for for having me on uh, every week to to chat about all this random <laughs> nonsense and and to allow it to have people like you on the show that can maybe class things up a bit with their. Uh, Conversations and introducing my uh, bum wine followers to maybe the world of uh, cigars.
0: And interestingly enough, not at all. Uh, we started not at all. You and I on different courses. We've somewhat went different. I've went through much to my own chagrin. But we started. You started right where you are, which is no shame. You just haven't went anywhere. But you. You started and you still are with the bum wine and that's awesome. And I love it. And I started with the cigar equivalent of bum wine, which is what in the industry is called bundles. And I've since transcended, not to overstate my accomplishments, but I've transcended an entire niche of an entire industry. And I find myself now with not only premium, mind you, offerings in cigars but super premium bar frames and the difference of course being between premium and super premium is super premium wears a cape and a mask even to bed <laughs> and that's a little strange
1: hey everybody has their own uh their own fetishes and and their kinks as you can tell and maybe they'll be interested and, and- in one of the uh, one of these toys <laughs>
0: Exactly, one of these fabulous adult toys, which, like again, I'm picturing like a large slinky. I don't know, like an adult, like an like an like an adult size one of those chairs you hang for the kids in the doorway and they bounce up and down. Maybe like an adult size one of those. I'm not sure what these adult toys actually mean or what they're getting at, per se. But it sounds like fun, and I'm I'm gonna try to contact that lady. I'm going to try to contact that lady and see if she could steer me down some type of an interesting path.
1: Yeah, I think but, I think they'll be able to they'll be able to hook you up with maybe the one that's perfect for you. You tell them what you're interested in. They'll get you uh set set straight.
0: Right. right. Well, that's awesome. Set straight. Yeah. But <laughs> There's no shame in any other way to be set just to be clear.
1: No, 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 that, that, that's okay. And as I say, every single week here, it's a, it's a judgment-free zone, whatever you're into, it's all right. When it comes to booze or cigars or anything else in your life, it's okay. You're, you're safe here with us.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. That is awesome. And, um, I'm excited. Let's get going. Do we have questions? Do you have questions? Um, would you like me to dance that wouldn't work well on a podcast
1: (laughs) uh you know well we're not we're not doing a a video session here so you you can say you're dancing but we won't actually see you but but i guess i mean like you said you started at the the bottom rung for the for the most part you know bottom shelf booze where i am and you started with the uh bottom of the cigar world Uh, i mean personally myself i mean I'm not a big cigar smoker. I'll do it from from time to time, you know, usually if I'm drinking and somebody has one, but it's usually never anything that great. But where sure. I guess where would a good beginning spot to spot be or a beginning type of cigar that just a random person might want to to start with?
0: Oh, that's a question. That's one of the you. You must have done this before, first of all, <laughs> because that is maybe the first question that everybody asks. Because it's by definition the first question: exactly. where do I go? Period. You know, I, I figure I started. I smoked some White Owls. I smoked some Phillies. What do I do if I want to broaden my horizon? If I I want to see if my palate is up to the task of handling a super premium mask and cape and all cigar offering. And where I typically send people is someplace that's easily recognizable. You go into any brick and mortar, which is a real life store, and you approach the counter where there is a tobacconist. Ideally, but typically there is a young person there that doesn't really know a lot more than you. So what you go up to them and ask for is an Arturo Fuente because these cigars are, like I said, any tobacco shop has a vast array of Arturo Fuente. And just about any Fuente, as we call them in the biz, (laughs) <laughs> Fuente will will have, and uh, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you and your listeners, and my mom, my mom's listening, my mom, I'm giving you a toolkit, essentially, to pull from. So you walk up to this person, masquerading as a tobacconist, and you say to this gentle person, may I please see what you have in Arturo Fuente? And they will hopefully direct you to where you need to go. And really, any, uh, there's a thousand different what they call facings, uh, types of Arturo Fuentes. Any Arturo Fuente, not too expensive, and nothing will knock you on your tuches. You're not going to, some of these premium step up cigars are quite powerful and you get cigar drunk you get green as they call it you get like you're going to throw up essentially yeah. you yeah, get yeah I, like, I, I would want busy. to avoid get...
1: anything uh, like that like you say gotta start start off easy and, exactly. and kind of just exactly. smooth your way in and not get knocked on your ass the the first way, because I've, I've gone into, into some, I've been in some cigar stores in the past. And I mean, you walk in and it, it's overwhelming with the amount of stuff they have and just boxes here, right. packs over here and the pri- and price right. ranges are all over the place. You don't know because you're like, well, I don't want to spend, you know, a big amount of money on something that you don't know that you'll actually enjoy. <clears throat> or, like you said, something that could sure. be a little too extreme for you, but it's like, okay, uh, what do I do here? And I was trying to find right now because I know I went up uh, a year or two ago for uh up to Boston to see a friend of mine, and he had requested you be brought up some uh cigars, and I think it was the the coronas, I believe.
0: Well, that would the corona is a size, typically speaking. Of a cigar. Okay. I'm, I'm trying, to to I was trying to
1: I was trying to look and see. I don't. I remember it was something with that. I don't know what exactly, but it was something with that or a special Corona or something. I don't know what it was. It was something like that. It wasn't too expensive, but it was it was pretty enjoyable. I did smoke it.
0: Yeah, and, and another brand that comes to mind. And I'm not attached to these brands. I mean, I don't have just for the sake of clarity. I don't have any connections to these brands. These brands are huge which is why they're so readily available. And I'm still small, you know, I'm small potatoes. I'm not affiliated with any of these. But another brand, Macanudo, another brand with a ton of different styles, facings, offerings, and really none of them are going to knock you for a loop. That's another good way to start. Another good thing about these cigars that I'm mentioning, the Fuente, the Macanudo, they're all built extremely well. So you're not going to have to finagle your way through some type of an issue because occasionally issues arise with some offerings, with some cigars, but these will practically burn for themselves. You'll enjoy it. And price, you mentioned price. We're looking at like eight bucks of stick, depending on what state you live in. I live up in the Pacific Northwest where it's virtually illegal to smoke cigars, but hey, weed is good and (laughs) it's a little more expensive, you know? But what I tell people is it's roughly the same as a pack of smokes, as a pack of Camel, Marlboro, Newport, whatever. But there's something to it. And believe me, when you first start smoking a cigar, you're not going to want more than one a day. So if you're you're a one uh, pack a day smoker, you don't want that one cigar is going to hold you just fine. I could speak from experience. So, uh, oh, yeah, I would tell everybody.
1: I could see that for sure with that. I mean, I know usually if, uh, if I've ever had one and it's really like if you're hanging out and having a drink or whatever, it's really kind of like a, a one-and-done type deal for the most part whenever you're smoking a lot of these things.
0: Right. It depends on – like you said, it depends on the setting. But there's something in cigars – and not in. I mean uh, speaking poetically. There's something in cigars that you just won't find in a Marlboro or in a Newport or in a Camel that's just ultimately very enjoyable. And yeah, it's, it's kind of I a, recommend the mindset, it to everyone.
1: The mindset with it is just kind of relaxing, you know. It's not like people who sit there and, you know, smoke a cigarette and they're like puffing through it, puffing through it, you know, boom, 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 done. 10 minutes later. Exactly. Oh, let me have another one. Jittering all sit over back, the place. You, you just sit back, relax, and try well, to enjoy it as much as you can.
0: Exactly. It's a meditation. Is what a lot of people say. I don't say that because I don't think that's true. But a lot of people say it's like a meditation. <laughs> but it, it is a deeper, it is a deeper enjoyment of whatever situation you're in. And, some of them pair Marvis marvelously with wine, particularly, believe it or not, what you would call bum wine, because bum wines typically are more syrupy sweet. And that goes awfully nice with, say, a Maduro, which is a type of top leaf, a type of wrapper. The syrupy sweetness, the fruitiness goes very nice with that. So, I mean, you can't beat that, can you? I mean, maybe if I spoke to that lady selling the adult uh, toys, she would be able to beat that. But
1: barring that, it sounds like a good combination there. I think we might have to start doing some of the. uh, the, I think we even might have talked about this when we had talked (laughs) originally about doing the the bum wine and cigar pairings. You know, which would be a nice. uh, uh, class things up a little bit with the the bottom shelf and uh, see. Okay, what cigars go great with your your favorite bum wines? Yeah,
0: uh, I'm for it. I'm for it. Dial me up any time, and um, particularly if on the other line you have that woman, I can't yeah. stop thinking about her.
1: <laughs> I will. I, I will try my best. Is that best. weird? No, no. That is. Hey, that's. I, I said this judgment-free zone. Whatever you want to to do, and we will try our best. I'll get. I'll get Nathan to try to get her on the line for the for the next time and see if she will uh, join in the conversation with us.
0: Awesome, awesome. And talk me up a little bit. Have Nathan talk me up a little bit. I, oh, yeah, I have a lot that, on the ball.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll send her over to uh to your your Twitter page and and your website. Uh, you know, have her listen to a few of um a few of your podcasts, and and let her uh, get to know you a little bit. Even before actually chatting with you.
0: Beautiful. And then before we know it, I have like an adult uh, seesaw. I'm trying to think of toys that yeah. would translate <laughs> to adulthood. Seesaw might be fun. I don't weigh a lot. It's not like I'm going to get stuck or anything. That might, that might be fun. But what other questions? You, you, you hit the ball out of the park with your first question, sir. Amazingly. <laughs> Do you have well, like, a sophomore like you know, attempt? The-
1: that's the best way to do it. You just start off there with the with the basic and uh, the easiest one uh, to to go through right there. And I mean, as you kind of, I guess, as you move along and you start off there, and and you gave me a, a good starting point. So the next time I do walk into one of the the stores, I can come off and make it seem like I know what I'm talking about uh, instead of just asking, you know, the guy, uh, what do you have that's good. They just kind of stare at you like, "What is this guy talking about?" (laughs) Exactly,
0: exactly. Never things not to say when you walk into a tobacco shop. What's your best cigar? Don't say that. Yeah, oh yeah.
1: Then don't say that. Then you'll end up going to the the back corner in the case, and that's the super expensive one, and or even something even a little bit lower, like you said, that could knock you on your ass and. Give you that like cigar drunk, which I'm trying to. If I'm already drinking and getting drunk on my my booze, uh, yeah. I don't want to take it to that next level.
0: Yeah, not that that's a pairing we should avoid at any cost. So nice, smooth, Fuente macanudo. They'll burn right down. They'll smoke themselves for you. You'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. Or maybe not. But really, what are you out?
1: Yeah, you got to try things on. Right, you got to get out there. You got to you got to give it a try, uh, see what's the best fit for you. Which I, like I said, I said okay, where do you start? And you can give recommendations, but in the end, I know you'll probably say the same thing. It's really up to your own taste and your own palate of what mixes well uh, for you. I mean, you can point somebody in the direction of you know you said these certain types. Like if you want to start on the lower end. But, I mean, it might take a few tries for you to go through, get one, try it. Okay, maybe it's not that great. But then the next one you have, you're like, oh, man, this one's perfect. This one fits me. Uh, fits exactly. like a glove.
0: Exactly. And eventually you'll wind up with what some people call a rotation. You'll have a regular rotation, a go-to brand. I don't personally have that because I smoke a different cigar every day because of – reviewing them i can't review the same cigar over and over again that would be silly Right. <laughs> but prior to doing that i had my go-to brand i'm not going to say what it is because they're not paying me but i had my go-to brand and now i don't and i miss it there's a comfort in it it's it i mean let me ask you a question what's your favorite bum line? where's your comfort like if, if if you need a bottle of comfort what do you reach for
1: I, I have to say the a bottle of the Night Train Express is always always one of my favorites and usually my my go to in a in a pinch to to take that edge off.
0: Yeah. And eventually you may if you decide that you're gonna be a cigar smoker, you'll find your that in whatever the equivalent is in cigars. And it's a yeah. beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: And and I understand, too, where you're coming from on on the other side. Yeah, I understand where you're coming from on the other side, too, with, you know, having a trying out different things. And that's kind of what I do. You know, every week I try to feature some sort of new beer or wine or some sort of alcohol on the website. Uh, So you try out different things and you have your things you try out but then you have your old reliables on on standby for those for those tough days
0: right like you say to take the edge off or to put yourself to sleep depending on how sharp the edge is but i I gotta ask you a question i gotta (laughs) ask you a question you ask me one i'll ask you one let's do that zima zima Yes. now are they making that stuff again or did they find like a stash in a forgotten warehouse that they <laughs> that just was actually had? actually
1: what, what somebody said to me the other day was that, you know, they said it was coming back for a a limited release for the summer of 2017, and it was one of those things where you're like, all right, well, I guess I have to buy it to to try it out there. And somebody actually, I. Put, sent out a tweet that said the same thing. Like, did somebody realize it was just sitting in <laughs> uh, an abandoned yeah, they warehouse somewhere? Yeah,
0: like, some abandoned warehouse next to like a dozen like toasters and like three dozen microwaves and like a case of Zima, yeah, and they like, got to oh, move that.
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's send this stuff back out. We'll say it's uh, a limited release, and people will will buy it up.
0: Uh, I think I'm gonna have to buy some, to be honest. I mean, how could
1: you not? That that was my thoughts exactly. I mean I'm like if it had been around this whole time, would I have gone out there and, and bought it? Most likely not. But oh it's a limited release. It was sitting right there at the liquor store. I mean the only thing I didn't <laughs> like was the it was ten ninety nine for a six pack of it, which was a little Ooh. uh little little pricey compared to, you know, what it really should be, but you know, yeah. these guys are trying to get their their money's worth on the the nostalgia trip with it. So I understand what they're doing, and they know for that price, even though it's a little expensive, people will still buy it just to to try it out once
0: more. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see what people think with an adult palate, because a lot of these were a lot of these folks now that are, you know doing this as part of like a retro fed they haven't smoked it since they were kids i shouldn't say kids but younger adults yes yes (laughs) and now (laughs) i gotta be careful in my industry and in yours not kids i didn't say that edit that out later younger adults
1: (laughs) the young the young when you
0: revisit that the young folk the young men when you i'm interested to see like a, a, a revisiting of that like what what they think of it now yeah, I, was, as I like, was a not
1: very, like I, I cracked a couple open yesterday to to give a try and i was I was not very impressed with it I could say it was very very plain tasting uh not much not much flavor to it, and you know once I said that, people were like, oh well, you know you have to add in uh like people were like, oh you know, put a shot of you know flavored vodka in there with it, and that uh. will <laughs> that will spice it up for you or people were saying the old, uh, put a Jolly Rancher uh, in the bottle and get that flavor. So you have to spice it up a little bit, it seems.
0: I guess. That seems like a cop-out, though. I don't know anything about it. But if somebody told me, this cigar is really good, you just have to add this to it so you really like it, uh, that doesn't sound like a thing. But yeah,
1: yeah, no, your you're, turn, you're right. uh, ask me no.
0: a cigar question.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, you're you're right. I mean, uh. You want to have it the right way, fresh out of the package. That's how it should be. That's how it should be enjoyed. You would think, you know, like like I said, you're not going to do anything different with a cigar and try to say, oh, well, you know, if you smoke it, if you're sitting upside down or maybe sitting on your uh, adult seesaw, that makes it a lot better.
0: Right. Well, what wouldn't an adult seesaw make better? I mean, in all fairness. <laughs>
1: Well, that's true. That's true. Now, well, back on to your – well, before we I go to another uh, cigar question for you there, I know that that on top of cigars, I know you're big into the uh, boxing as well.
0: Sure. The whole lifestyle. I equate that with the cigar lifestyle because you can't really separate the two. Cigars – all, all the back to like the 30s, 40s, 50s, 20s, I went out of order, but you get the gist. Yeah. <laughs> it was a smoke filled room. It was a cigar smoke filled room where all these classic historical boxing matches were happening. You could see in the old photographs, some of the tremendous old black and white photographs, the light is so dramatic in the photographs because it's being filtered by cigar smoke. So they're virtually inseparable because we remember through photographs. So we remember cigars, even if we don't realize it. So it's uh, boxing, horse racing, other topics I've talked about. It's all really entwined with cigars. But yeah, boxing, big stuff is happening. Are you you a fight fan yourself?
1: I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a big fight fan. I've, I'll watch, you know... <clears throat> Some here and there, you know, big matchups. Because I wanted to get your take, uh, you know, on the the big matchup. and You know, the and I and I know I I get the feeling I'm you're not going to be a fan of the when they announced the McGregor Mayweather fight. I get the feeling with you being a boxing purist. Now I could be wrong, and maybe you're all for it. But I get the feeling that you would not be a fan of that.
0: You're right, but you're wrong. How's that?
1: I, I, I'll I'll accept that answer. <laughs> you're
0: you're you're absolutely correct in that I'm not for many reasons that I don't know how deep you want to go. We have a limited amount of time. I don't like that it's happening from a boxing purist, as you said, standpoint. But From a fan standpoint, from an influx of newly found interest into a sport that really is not as popular at all as it once was. If you're a fan of boxing writ large, you need to be a fan of this fight because it's an event that could rejuvenate the sport as a whole or interest in the sport. So the purist in me turns my nose up at it, but the fan in me? Things thinks it might do some good, maybe, just to have the interest. And maybe some casual fans, some quote-unquote casual fans, stumble across it, and they decide to stay. The same way as maybe a casual cigar smoker that just wants to check out cigars. Some hang around, some don't. Some become cigar geeks. Some say, hey, this ain't for me. But we might get, we stand to get, some new blood, some new interest and that's awesome for the sport. As far as boxing, it's not boxing. It's an event. It's a spectacular. It's a spectacle. It's a thing. It's not a boxing match. McGregor's not a boxer. Oh yeah, yeah. Any definitely. More than yeah, it's not
1: uh yeah, it's definitely not a boxing match since you know you're going with an MMA fighter and a boxer going at each other. And and, and what you kind of said was <clears throat> kind of where I thought you would be going with it there because i knew from a, a purist boxing standpoint on your end from what i've seen you post and and feature on your site and everything you know you're the old school boxing fan and and this is just a big spectacle and an event and like you said you know boxing's kind of been on the on the wayside for for a while and i know even after the debacle that was the the Mayweather uh, Pacquiao fight a couple years ago i mean right. they're kind of waiting and trying to which people thought that would be the big thing that would bring people in and you know it did how many million pay-per-view buys i mean i i watched that i was at a friend's house and we had a bunch of people over watching it you know waiting to see then it kind of ended in a big you know you know thud right of, uh, of an event uh, and then you think maybe this time around if it ends up being a big spectacle and it's something exciting that people enjoy then maybe they stick around for the for the boxing side of things in the future
0: yeah and honestly i try to avoid conspiracy stuff or you know foul play kind of uh, scenarios but how amazing how amazingly brilliant would it be? I mean, Mayweather has to be a prohibitive favorite. I would imagine it's a boxing match. He's a forty-nine and zero professional boxer yeah, against yeah, I, I think zero, so. 0 I think at this professional point, I think
1: boxer. I think he's way out in in favor right
0: now. And, and and he's also a gambler. Mayweather millions of dollars on pop, gambling on professional sports. What if he bet against himself and took a flop? Yeah. How much? bank would he do? i mean really i mean I, like i said i don't like to think like that i don't think he dropped his his zero but man how how insane would that be and then you're looking at a rematch
1: yeah, for yeah.
0: god knows how much money it's something to think about but for all yeah, intents and purposes yeah. i think everybody knows what's going to happen i mean yeah, there's you no have, way you have, weigh,
1: you, you have to weigh all the options and think of which way it could turn, and yeah, I mean, like I said, I don't think he would do that. You know, being forty-nine and zero, I mean, you want to get to, you know, you could keep that keep that zero on the the loss side, but it'll yeah. be uh, it'll be interesting.
0: Everything's for sale, man. Everything's for sale. But really, what what'll happen is what everybody thinks will happen. Mayweather. You say what you will about him—he's boring, he's mouthy, he puts you to sleep. When he fights, it's, it's terrible. It's not fan—it's not fan-friendly. Whatever. He's been again in against the best of the best, and nobody's been able to touch him. So how is Conor McGregor going to touch him? He's not. It, it, it's a huge farce. It's an event.
1: Oh, yeah. And maybe
0: maybe maybe the people that come around for it, they'll stay and they'll check out the next Canelo fight, the next Triple G fight. Golovkin, they'll they'll hang around to see Ward. They'll get into the sport. Some of them got to do that. Probably not the majority, but some of them. It's good. It's good. And, And the one thing about the boxing world you have to understand is boxing fans will find a reason to complain about anything. It is horrible. It's 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 like one big toxic relationship with jock straps involved.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the same thing you said on the boxing side, and on uh, the, I don't know what's worse, boxing fans or are, or uh, are professional wrestling fans. I mean, those are the other ones too that <laughs> that love to complain uh, about everything it, as well.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's 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 yeah. There's actually a lot of parallels, and it's quite sad. And I'd rather not go into it because
1: yeah, we won't we, we could be, be here. We could be here <laughs> all night to to, <laughs> to discuss
0: the majority. Uh, the majority of wrestling fans, they don't live with their mom. You have to understand their mom lives with them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and they like the basement. It's quiet. Okay. But yeah. We, yeah. Moving on. Yeah. I'm comfortable. Yeah, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll leave it at, we can save that for, uh, for another day. We can spend hours upon hours, uh, uh, breaking down uh, fans' complaints of really, really any sport you could really go into, but like you said, that fight. <clears throat> what would be a good um a good cigar to enjoy uh, during the during the big fight
0: during the Mayweather McGregor fight? Oof. I would say you'd have to go cheap because I don't know what they're charging for that pay per view, yeah. but it's going <laughs> to be was... a pretty penny.
1: Yeah, I was going to say the same thing too. That'll be the between uh got to get your cheap booze on hand and your cheap cigars to to smoke during that one depending on uh how much money you're forking out for that pay-per-view event.
0: Yeah, some, something cheap and something strong is what I would recommend. Just uh I don't know. Something with a fuse at the end maybe. I I don't know. I Something a uh, Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro, nice strong cigar, ballsy cigar, uh, Nicaraguan, Nicaraguan binder and filler, uh, something something with Zet, something something that you're gonna take a few puffs on and forget how dumb you are to purchase this damn thing, <laughs> being the pay per view. Yeah, and then you can I mean, wash and it and down with the hof- nitrate yeah, and, hopefully, and forget about hopefully, the whole thing. Hopefully, uh,
1: you're splitting it with a few friends or something like that to hopefully uh, ease the burden of your of your purchase a little bit.
0: Right. But it, it, that's actually an interesting something you bring up because so, so often or almost exclusively when people talk cigar bearings, they pay attention to stuff you ingest. What are you drinking? Coffee? ooze. Booze? What are you eating? Chocolate is popular with cigars. But an interesting other than that, as far as pairing, is what I call atmosphere pairing. Like watching the Three Stooges and smoking a cheap cigar is heaven on earth. That kind of thing. Listening to American songbook Frank Sinatra, or if you're Jewish, if you're, if you're a Jew, Klezmer, Listening to certain kinds of music go hand in hand with cigars, <clears throat> so there is that. So that's another. That's another interesting. You make another amazing point, sir.
1: I see that. You're, that's what I'm here for. That's what I'm here for. To you're to, killing it. Yeah, you know, and because I figured that would be the next thing. You know, drinking, eating, or just your environment of where you are. And then how right. did you? How did you get? I mean. I can know pretty much figure out how you got started with the cigars, but what what made you take it to the to the next level um, in the cigar world? You know, of deciding you know you wanted to do the website and do cigar reviews and eventually get on to where you are now with the podcast and that stuff.
0: Well, <clears throat> very long story, but. I started with the blog. I'm a professional writer, freelance writer, have been in the past anyway. I do the site now. But I wanted a place where I could write what I'm interested in, not a topic that I think would sell somewhere. I wanted a place to call my own, a a little hole in the wall on the WWW that I could put up and write about and research and enjoy, stuff that I just like. Like I said, stuff that I – like I, I don't want to write about hammocks because I think I'll sell a hammock article to somebody. So I started writing about stuff I like, and stuff I liked was one of the primary uh, categories was cigars, primary topic cigars. And I was broke because I'm i am a writer, and writers are broke unless you're Stephen King or that <laughs> that English lady.
1: Yeah. <laughs> There's a few right.
0: of them out there, They're but not broke. that many. Yeah. They're broke. They're broke. We're broke. I'm not on the outside of that. We're broke. So, I was smoking cheap cigars and I was still a cigar geek of the premium and uh, premium and super premium. So, I would like read it. I would read reviews of these like $15 cigars that I could never afford and it was almost like like porn. Although there was no sexual connotation there. I, do, I don't do that. It was, <laughs> you know what I mean.
1: I know. I, I get you. I guess We get you out there.
0: Yeah. 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 Your listeners get me. And, and again, shout out to that lady with the adult toys. I mean, I'm talking up her storm, but I have her <laughs> first and foremost in my mind. But I, so what I would do, so what I decided to do, tongue in cheek, I'm going to review, I said to myself. I'm going to review this two-dollar cigar that I bought in a bundle from like the back of the tobacco store because they don't want anybody knowing that they carry something that crappy. I'm going to write about this cigar in the same flowery language and the same tasting notes and the same kind of kind of decadence that these people write about their fifteen-dollar cigars. So I did it, and I wrote a, a handful of them. You know, again, these cheap stogies and I'm writing about them like they're fifteen bucks. And I started getting manufacturers flagging me down, saying, I love your reviews. Could you review my cigar? And they was this was before FDA when FDA regulations kicked in and you can't do free samples anymore. Wink wink. Yeah. But yeah. this Bastards. was before <laughs> that. And wink wink, but um, they they don't send free samples anymore. I do not get free cigars, wink wink. But <laughs> this was before again the FDA. Yeah. I have
1: yes, to be careful before, in, in the good but, old days, uh,
0: in the good old days of your, yeah. and of course, that's spelled y o u r, and um, so. They would say they started sending. Me. I started getting like every day something would come in my mailbox for me to uh, to smoke and write about. And these were cigars I could never even dream of affording. These are the cigars I was looking at in the magazines and on websites. So I started writing about them, and one thing leads to another. And I'm a fairly successful cigar reviewer, cigar lifestyle blogger. And really, just to wrap it all up, do you have like 20 bucks I can borrow? Yeah, yeah, I'll hit you up. Yeah, because I, because I, I really don't have any money still, but it's nice <laughs> to smoke good stuff, you know. So that that that's my story of how I came from there to here and the impetus behind even just starting it. So I hope I didn't bore you by dragging you along through the whole convoluted thing um <laughs> i don't really remember what i said but i'm sure it wasn't fantastically entertaining oh, no, 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 i it apologize was, it was
1: great i i know you're i know your head's in a different place right now uh trying to think of everything else that uh you heard before coming on the show so i i won't hold any of it against you there but no but i fully no, totally understand, no and, and and we're kind of and i think we said this when we talked originally too that we it was like the same path that we we're going down with, you know, starting cheap with, you know, if it's booze on my side, cigars on your side. You you have now gone past me and moved up the, the ladder and reviewing, you
0: know, high
1: quality things. And I've I'm sold still, out. You know, it's nothing to without, be
0: proud yeah. of. I've sold out. I'm a sellout. You should be proud. You're not. <clears throat> so please don't don't flatter me.
1: Is what I'm saying. I mean, hey, I'm I, saying you, you do what you got to do to get by, and, and the people like it, so I mean, it's no it's no shame on you for for taking your game up to the the next level, and you know enjoying some finer finer cigars.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And they're really, I, I mean, just just uh, all aside not too far aside but somewhat aside if you're at all if you're listening to this and you're at all hesitant like oh what could the difference be you might be asking yourself between a $2 cigar and a 8 9 10 15 16 dollar cigar you would be amazed you would just be amazed at what that difference is and, I mean, from the standpoint of a $2 cigar and an $8 cigar, I, I'll tell you exactly what that difference is. $6. I'm joking.
1: <laughs> it's true. It's true, though.
0: It's worth the step up. If you're at all hesitant, if, you, if you're enjoying the Swisher Sweet now, a Philly blunt try to try to step up if you're thinking oh what are these what are these dummies they're spending wads of cash on cigars try it try it and there's a lot of people that try it they don't like it and they go back to swisher swisher is the number one selling cigar mm-hmm. in the world so it's that for a reason it's the budweiser of cigars
1: yeah but there's now, also craft here yeah. Yeah, and like you so. said, you give it a, you give it a try, you see if you like it. If not, you go back down. And it's the same thing uh, with alcohol too. I mean, you drink cheap stuff, and then maybe one weekend you decide, you know what, I'm gonna splurge a little bit and <clears throat> and buy maybe something uh, from the middle shelf for once. Instead of on the bottom, we'll move it up to the middle shelf, and I'll buy you know the not so cheap rum. Uh, this time around and you give it a try and you like it, you don't like it. Then if you don't, you next weekend you go right back down to, to where you are. There's, there's no shame in that.
0: No, not at all. We're, we're all just people smoking and drinking. And that's a beautiful thing because everybody needs at least a vice. Just one. I don't want to meet somebody that doesn't have the vice. So find one you like, find two you like, you know, yeah, go for it, and you're not going to know until you know. But um, do you have any other questions for cigars?
1: Uh, I mean, I think uh, I don't know. I think that was a good uh, a good intro. You know, the cigars one I mean, unless you have any uh, final cigar uh, wisdom you would like to uh, impose on everybody, uh, you know, before we wrap things up here.
0: I would say in closing, visit www.kaplowitz.xyz and go from there. The world is your oyster. And also, how big do you think an adult slip and slide would be? Are we talking like <laughs> considerably wider or more length? Like girth yeah, or and length?
1: Uh, and you need the bigger. You need the, you need the bigger splash pool uh in the bottom of it too you know and it's got really uh heavy duty uh material that they're using on this because you don't want to slide down hit that pool then you know you pop it or something exactly
0: like that, water's all over the place y- exactly you always have to leave enough room for a big happy ending
1: exactly you got to make sure you leave with a smile on your face
0: exactly exactly <laughs> And I'm leaving here with a smile on my face because I have a feeling you're showing me the door, but (laughs) thank you for having me on and have me on anytime.
1: Yeah, definitely. We will have to do it again and hopefully not within, uh, not two years from now, like, uh, like the last time when we said we would, uh, do this, then schedules changed (laughs) and we kind of, uh, lost track of things. Or if it was, uh, two weeks ago and we were supposed to do this and then, the The phone didn't right. alert you of the the message, and we were sitting here, uh, yeah, thinking, "Oh, is he gonna call in? Is he not gonna call in? It's no big deal. Uh, I made it through on my I'm own. Sorry. People just got I'm to listen sorry. to me ramble on about uh, whatever uh, whatever I was drinking that week. But I said, you know, we'll get him back on <clears throat> in the future, and yes, we will do it again. But it was a great, you know, the cigars one-on-one, the the intro. Now at least I have a little more knowledge myself. That I can now go to sure. one of my local stores and and not sound like a big idiot when trying to <laughs> talk to the guy behind. The <laughs> counter. That's
0: always a good thing. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, I'm inviting myself back on the show well within two years time, and we'll do a segment or a show on what do you do now that you have the cigar? Yes. How do I you do- smoke it?
1: I think that would be a great a great follow up for the maybe the cigars uh 102 uh, will 102 we'll
0: have, you know beautiful we'll, uh, we'll, you we'll tell keep me our when
1: class is going here
0: exactly you tell me when I'll forget about it and then we'll do it sometime <laughs> yeah. after that because that seems <laughs> will, to be we what we do we will say we're gonna do it
1: this week then you know we forget and then two weeks later we'll we'll get it done but no but thanks again for for taking the time coming on chatting with the uh, with me and for my listeners out there i'll make sure to uh when i put the link up on the website i will tell them to head over to your website to check out what you got going on there your podcast as well and your uh, and your your twitter page and and all that good stuff so they can uh, keep track of uh, what you're smoking on
0: exactly and i shall do the same for you sir and again thank you for having me on and um is there a way I could stay on the line, but you could disconnect me and maybe I'll be transferred back to that lady? <laughs> or is that not that, how this well, works? I don't
1: know. Can we do that? I don't know. Nathan, can we Can we do that? Quite All possibly.
0: Right. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Nathan. I appreciate it. All you right, got it. <laughs> I, I,
1: I appreciate it, man. Right, stay out of trouble and we'll be talking to you soon.
0: All right. Take care.
1: All right. There you go. There's uh, Cigars uh, 101. With uh, with Cap over there, and hopefully you know he will he will find uh find that lady and the uh, the adult toys <laughs> in the in the future. But yes, that's a great intro from him on the world of cigars. And now personally, I know that I have more of like I said not to look like a moron when I go into any <clears throat> stores in the future. Uh, we will be talking with him again, hopefully soon. Uh, we will make sure we do, uh, so be sure to head to bumwinebob.com. Remember that the Labatt Ice is the bumwinebob.com. Beer of the Week is the next stop on the 2017 Budget Beer Tour. Um, um, What else do we have here? We'll wrap things up for you guys. We'll be back next week because <clears throat> this is going to be episode 96 of the show is this one right now that you're listening to so episode 100 is coming up uh, fairly quick and we have a a few guests that will be joining us in the coming weeks i just need to finalize with them and see what uh schedule wise who we will have on what day so you know stay stay peeled Uh, Be sure to, you know, you know where to find me, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook at bumwinebob. Hit me up at bumwinebob.com. You know, I got to do my koozie plug and my merchandise plug every single week. Be sure to head to shop.bumwinebob.com. Order your brown bag koozies. They are going to be on sale until the end of June for only $10.00 a 40 ounce and can size set and I will still throw in the free color foam koozie as well I just got a couple new merchandise things sent my way this past week for the Bob brown bag specials that will be coming your way probably sometime in July uh, because I'm working on getting the Bob shirts printed out Uh, again some new designs out there for everybody if you want to buy a shirt in the meantime Head to our friends at whatamaneuver.net, order a Bumwine Bob shirt from them. And if you order a shirt from those guys, you'll also get a free koozie as well. So that should do it for us here this week. So until next time, cheers.